Welcome to The Goodness Club, a community for people striving to live healthier, happier, more purposeful lives. This podcast will cover a variety of topics, how to heal from trauma, how to live healthier lives, changing our mindsets, manifesting our dream lives, living our purpose. Being happy and healthy isn't just about the foods we eat and how many workouts we do. Being truly happy and healthy is about making the decision every day to become our best selves and aligning with our purpose. What is eating healthy if you carry resentment? What is staying active if your eating habits are trash? What is love if we haven't first learned to love ourselves? How can we evolve if we are clinging on to our past? Here, we will explore every uncomfortable topic and dissect every aspect of our lives. We will be focusing on mind, body, soul, relationships, nutrition as a whole. They all need to align in goodness in order for life to flow and find purpose, joy, love, and peace. And now for today's episode. Quick disclaimer, this episode we talk about my toxic relationship with food in the past and if you are not somebody that has healed their relationship with food, you might get triggered because we do talk about some disorder eating that took place in my past. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Goodness Club. It's your host Judith Rios and I am so excited I'm just so excited and happy today and um, this whole week really has been just like really giddy and magical and I don't know I'm just feeling it I'm in my zone I'm in my body I'm feeling connected and I'm loving it so during the week I put up a little question box on Instagram on some questions that I can answer on the on this episode and the question that I I got several questions but this one really jumped up to me and I wanted to give it its own episode and this question is how do you know you have a toxic relationship with food how do you learn to break the cycle and any tips so I was obviously I felt very called to answer this and give this question its own episode just because I'm somebody that has been struggling well that has struggled with food and their whole mentality around food their entire lives and I I feel very called to answer this to jump right in we're going to be talking about toxic relationship with food and how to break the cycle some tips that I can give and also how I found my way a little bit into intuitive eating. Maybe we'll kind of talk about that or I'll just give that one an episode of its own. So how do you know you have a toxic relationship with food? So I want to start this off by saying that I wasn't brought up with eating a lot of fruits and veggies. When I was a kid, I was very much like a McDonald's, BK, um, frozen foods and um, like zebra cupcakes and cakes and ice cream and I was just like very much that was my childhood and I was just not <laughs> I wasn't was I called restrained at all when I was a kid my mom just allowed me to eat whatever and whenever I wanted and because she also did this she didn't have any healthy habits to implement on me therefore I didn't grow up with any kind of structure or any awareness or ideas of what it was to eat healthy or to be healthy without thinking of food as a villain 
or in some way or something that is bad and that you have to stop eating or that you have to watch what you eat because then you gain weight like it was just all these ideas right I was just growing up really basically terrified of eating and um so growing up I would eat a lot of junk food I would eat at whatever time of the night I wanted obviously I was a really big kid and then I entered middle school and I kind of slimmed down a bit but it wasn't like this dramatic change but I did feel now like I was supposed to look a certain way and I didn't look that way so how I did this was I resorted a lot to like protein bars and eating standing up and drinking laxatives, um, drinking fiber-related products at night and kind of restricting myself with everything I ate and therefore later on, like a week or two weeks later, I would just binge eat every single thing that I was craving for all that time that I restricted myself from. I would go to the gym. I started going to the gym when I was about, I think, 13 or 11. I would go to Ladies of America with a friend and I would just run on the treadmill. I would dance Zumba classes or whatever it was. But it was from a very young age that I was like, I need to look a certain way. I need to eat less and I need to starve myself and I need to just and it was like you would think right that I was trying not to eat that food wouldn't consume my mind as much as it did but it did food was like on my mind every single minute of the the day until recently it was like what am I gonna eat for breakfast what am I gonna eat for lunch what am I gonna eat for dinner I have to eat I cannot skip these meals. If I skip these meals, my metabolism is going to slow down. And then when I eat more or when I eat my next meal, I'm going to store it all as fat. And it was just like these insane. (laughs) It was like thinking back, it was just like this insane way of living and things that are not even true. So I would always just stress about food and when my, what was I going to eat next? And picking up stuff from like for example if a cereal had some chocolate in it I would pick out chocolate and I was very picky with what I ate and sometimes like what I thought was healthy wasn't like I thought like ham with cheese rolled up was healthy and I would eat that as a snack because I thought it was going to help me lose weight like it was just this was when I was like what 14 15 and um so apart from these protein bars and not eating much i remember my whole high school experience was every every single day for lunch in high school they would serve pizza they would serve salads i think they did serve sushi at some point i remember there being sushi i never ever ate food from the cafeteria i thought that was like the worst food that you can eat But the cafeteria did sell like these salads that they were like, it was like really weird chicken and it was like a little box salad, whatever. So I, that was the only thing that I would eat from high school from 9, 10th, 11th and 12th grade. It was just those salads for lunch. In the morning I would have like a protein bar 
And at night, I don't even remember what I ate at night, to be honest. And if I did eat something, I know I was super picky about it. I was stressed out about it. My whole relationship with food was just stress. So imagine eating stressed your entire life. (laughs) My stomach and my body probably felt such a threat every time that I ate that it just didn't know what to do with my food. Apart from this, I stopped eating anything that was fast food like Taco Bell, KFC, Subway. Um, Well, Subway was like one of the last ones I eliminated from my um from my lifestyle and um mcdonald's burger king wendy's like these were one of the first things to go when i became obsessive and had this toxic relationship with food but it is good that i eliminated them but from the place that i was coming from of just seeing food as villain um wasn't a healthy place but Yes, I am very appreciative that I let go of all these things in the past because they are extremely horrible for you. So I'm like here trying to think about things that I used to do and just when you're not in that place anymore and like people ask you to talk about this subject and what it was and tips and it's like it gets hard because since I am not mentally, physically, emotionally in this place anymore... It gets hard to think about like, oh yeah, I used to do that. Or, oh yeah, look, this is what I used to do as well. And this is what I did. And it just gets difficult. So I'm here like trying to think about things that would like cause me to stress about food and all of that. But basically, I just had to look a certain way until I was, I would say, when I was 17, I let go of I, I let go of comparison. So when I was 17, I didn't compare myself anymore to anybody around me. I just started focusing on what my best body can look like. And I did a lot of things very intuitively back then and very like ahead of my time, I would say, like, that I shouldn't, that I had no idea how I came to think this way. Like, um, come to think of it now, I was doing something before that is really big in my life now. Um, But yeah, I was just, by the age of 17, I didn't compare my body anymore to anybody else's. I was just trying to achieve the best body that I knew that I can accomplish. So then from this came um, killing myself at the gym every single day. So I became this person that if I didn't go to the gym, I was stressed, I felt guilty, I wouldn't eat, or when I would have a really big meal, I would run to the gym and run it all off. And sometimes I did think about bulimia and I would see how all some girls were like this amount of skinny and they were like just making themselves throw up and that's something that did cross my mind a couple of times, but I honestly don't know why I never did it. It just, it wasn't something that I did. I guess I was, I was just like, no, that's not the way that I should lose the weight. And, and my entire childhood life and kind of teenage life, I was just always on a diet. And that was the worst thing that 
like this mentality of being on a diet just really doesn't work and um it's just not the way it's not like a sustainable way to live you're always on a diet you're always restricting yourself you're never embracing your body you're always trying to achieve a certain look you're always trying to eat a certain way and you're focusing on eliminating and eliminating and it's like when do you start enjoying your life when do you start enjoying the way that you look now when do you start enjoying the foods that you're eating and when are you just gonna stop being afraid of eating in general so when i was 17 i also made the decision to start eating healthier and I would keep saying that it was a lifestyle now that I was not on a diet. And it's how I ate. And um, it was just I wasn't on a diet anymore. And I was trying back then to break free from the diet mentality and to change my entire mindset by focusing on just eating healthier and changing my eating habits to just eating healthier. Um, it, that was just it until it'll just be the way that I ate until that mindset change and until those decisions um transformed my wife my life into a way that it's just the way that I ate and not this situation that I would always have to think about what I was going to eat and that one day I would just reach for like let's say veggies and hummus because I was craving it right and because it's just automatically what I crave and how I ate without even thinking about it so I did this other thing where I was eating I was eating every three hours because I was scared that if I stopped eating my metabolism would slow down and then I would start gaining weight and when I would skip a meal I would feel extremely bad and I was like no I cannot skip this meal even though I wasn't hungry I would just like force myself to eat breakfast I would force myself to eat and then there was this time where I was going to the gym a lot. It was so much that my body was just constantly hungry the entire day because I was burning up all the energy that I had for my body to use for its natural functions. And I would just be hungry all day. And I was eating every three hours. And But it wasn't sustainable. I, I Honestly, I couldn't be going to the gym every single day for the rest of my life eating what I was eating every three hours like it was just focusing too much and just my life was revolving around food and around working out so that's a bit about my background if I do remember something else or whatnot I guess I'll just mention it in another episode but how do you know you have a toxic relationship with food so answering this question you know you have a toxic relationship with food when it, when you're scared of it, when you're scared of food, when it's everything that you think about. It's when are you going to eat? What is it that you're going to eat? And when you feel guilty or shame after eating certain foods, um, regularly dieting to try and reach a certain goal and just overeating or restricting foods also a toxic relationship with food may look like eating when you're anxious eating when you are sad or 
angry, whatever kind of emotional eating you're doing, that can also be another sign of having a toxic relationship with food. And um, it's I used to do a lot of anxiety eating. And as soon as I figured out and kind of tuned in with my body and realized that I wasn't really hungry, I was just eating because I was bored or I was anxious or also there is um, another form that some people, like my mom, she finds so much happiness in food because sometimes we don't find it in our lives. So food is also another escape goat to go to to feel a brief amount of joy or or peace in your life. And that is also having a toxic relationship with food. So for the next question is, how do you learn to break the cycle? I can only talk from experience, so I'm going to say this. I was at a point in my life where I was trying to lose I don't know how much weight and I was just so sick and tired of thinking about food and thinking about working out and having to work out and being stressed about what I ate and being stressed when I would miss a meal or when I would eat a bad meal or when I would skip a gym session. I was just constantly thinking about my body and food my whole life and there was just this one time that I broke down in front of Orange Theory it's a gym that I used to go to because I had made the decision to go back to the gym and start losing the weight again and it had been like a couple of weeks and I had gained weight because of the inflammation that your body goes through like water retention and stuff like that when you start working out extremely again and I had weighed myself and I was heavier So this brought me to break down in front of Orange Theory and I kind of had a moment in that time and I just just said to myself, I am not going to focus on the weight anymore. I'm not going to focus on my body anymore. I'm not going to focus on what I can and cannot eat anymore. I am just going to focus on living my best, healthiest life and just being happy because I am done with this like shit and I am not going to continue living my life restricting myself, obsessing over how I look and always trying to reach a certain goal in my body and not being happy until I reach it. I am happy with the way that I look now I am happy that I'm going to the gym even though I'm not seeing results. I am happy that I am eating and I enjoy the foods that I eat. I became so open with this idea of just living my best and healthiest life that I would have I would host wine and cheese nights over at my place and this became kind of like an every month thing. And me having wine or cheese before like and and dark chocolate and having it in such a way that I was just loving it so much and I was enjoying the company and and enjoying the wine and enjoying what I was eating so much and me and Alfredo went through this phase where we would make homemade pizza we would buy the dough we would make so so good pizzas I'm like for real (laughs) and I would just eat them so happy and I would enjoy baking them with him and I would just enjoy the whole process of sitting down eating and just enjoying our meals so this became a huge part and a huge transition and transformative experience in my life and I 
I cannot find any words for it right now, but just making that decision to just focus on living my healthiest, best life was what helped me break my cycle of my toxic relationship with my food and with my body. That is why I am super passionate passionate about sharing my message and sharing the whole concept of just live your healthiest, best life. And that is the whole point of the Goodness Club. I'm not here to tell you what to eat. I'm not here to tell you how many workouts to do. I'm not here to tell you what you should do at all regarding weight or body or food or man. Everything is about balance. Everything is about just enjoying your life. And obviously, everything has balance, right? So how does my best life look like? And I just focused on, I wanted to be this girl that went to the gym, that got active. It doesn't matter how many times she got active, but that she would go to the gym, that she would drink green smoothies, that she would make these delicious plant-based dishes, and that she would sing and dance and love herself and her body and just find such like a connection to her body and just feel super feminine and like spread love and joy and this might sound all very corny I don't know how this sounds like but that is who I was striving to be and I didn't strive to be a number anymore I didn't strive to look a certain way anymore I just strived to implement healthier habits to my life and just enjoy the process and I just learned to enjoy where I was what I was doing at that moment and not focus about what I was going to look like in the future or focus about what I ate last night. Maybe I had a piece of cake and before I would feel so bad about it that I would have to wake up the next morning and kill myself at the gym. It's like it has been such a relief and weight lifted off my shoulders that I can eat now and not feel guilty or ashamed of eating dark chocolate or eating dates or eating a piece of cake but this this I I will say though once I started living my healthiest life and focusing on adding more good foods to my life instead of taking away all these quote-unquote bad foods I did do a lot of just swapping and I didn't I changed my mindset in a way that I wasn't going to think of me as dieting, like I was dieting or like my lifestyle was a diet. I just focused on eating healthier. I focused on, okay, I have a sweet tooth. What is it that I can eat to help with my sweet tooth? Because I was a huge sweet person. So what I did was I swapped cakes and ice creams and chocolate bars and cupcakes and all these things and I swapped them for brands that made these cakes and ice creams but with minimal ingredients so that was my first step I eliminated all high fructose corn syrup and I just focused on eating cleaner and healthier so when I were when I would go buy an ice cream I made sure it was dairy free and this is obviously optional it's the way that I like 
eating. I don't like eating with dairy. I prefer coconut or almond-based or walnut-based cashews. I just prefer those types of milks. So I just did the transition to eating what I wanted and what I was craving, but the healthy version of it and with minimal ingredients. So once I did this transition, obviously there's always like steps. And my next step that I felt I was ready for was to just eliminate all brands in general and start making things in my kitchen from scratch. So I started making my own ice cream, which is just simple frozen banana ice cream with some cacao, reishi, and cinnamon, some or like a date. And that is like a delicious chocolate shake and it has the consistency of an ice cream. So little by little, I have just kind of like you start evolving when you start this journey of just eating cleaner and and living healthier and eating for radiant skin and eating for nourishment and eating eating because it just it's vibrant and it's sexy and it just food is medicine food is so magical in my opinion and in my experience food makes you feel so many different types of way if you are intuitive and if you start connecting to your food and thinking about your food and everything that it does for your body it just it has the power to transform so that is where i'm at right now and um that all started just from a decision to one day just live healthier and implement healthier choices and habits and this also had to do with meditating i implemented meditation i implemented now i found breath work and it's just you slowly find more things and you slowly evolve into a healthier and a healthier person and not necessarily you're not doing it because of the weight i'm not doing it because of the way i've had the best body i've had my entire life and I don't even share it my body to Instagram. I just shared a a picture today of my transformation because I was just so in awe and I was like I don't focus on my body to that point anymore that when I looked at this before picture I was just in shock and I couldn't believe that that's what I look like and just I had to share this transformation that happened in my life without dieting just learning to embrace my body and connecting to it and my body didn't really transform to that picture though the one that I posted um how I look like now until recently because when I started this whole wellness and living my best life journey I still obviously you're still learning and I still didn't have it all figured out i was still going to the gym every single day five days a week sometimes seven days a week i would go saturday and sundays i was there just because i felt that i still needed to work out because i felt that i was somebody that would gain weight as soon as they stopped working out and i was just living in this constant fear that if i stopped working out i was going to gain weight So even though I had made the decision, right, to live my healthiest, best life, I still had some things that I had to work on in my mindset. And I was eating good foods and I was eating healthier, 
and the food wasn't much of a problem anymore it was more of like killing myself at the gym and going no matter what going no matter if I felt exhausted or I was on my period or I didn't feel like doing anything I would just be there no matter what and that's kind of something that I wanted to work on in 2020 and in 2020 COVID hit and I was forced to stay home and not go to the gym and that was absolutely terrifying for me that we couldn't go to the gym anymore and I was like what am I going to do I'm going to gain all this weight during COVID and being here at home and all the times that I went to the gym before are just going to not pay off and what am I going to do so then I started running outside And then little by little, that experience of not being able to go to a gym, I am so thankful for that experience. Obviously, it was in a horrible way that it happened, but I was thankful for having this moment in my life to really appreciate being outside and connecting to my body on another level. Because of this, I found Pilates and I was able to connect to my body and transform it on another level that going to the gym for two years straight didn't change my body and yet when I slowed down and I stopped putting my body through this insane amount of physical work and exercise and I just focused on the muscles and movement and walking and just meditating and breath work and Pilates really did change my body in a way that no amount of any other workout my whole entire life did. I did CrossFit, I did boot camp, I did gym every single day, almost every single day of my life, and nothing has ever changed my body the way that connecting to it through Pilates and intuitive eating and meditation and breath work have done. So um, I would say this, when I started my journey on becoming my best self and just living a healthier life and I was going to to Orange Theory for two years straight I, I I did lose weight I did lose all the weight that I wanted but I still had gut issues I still had a, a like I would say I don't like saying this but for the amount of time that I spent at the gym it was for, even my husband would say, Alfred would be like, your stomach doesn't look how I think a fitness person should look, right? So we all have this, this perceive, like we all perceive, right, what a fitness person looks like. If you're going to the gym almost every day, why didn't I look like it, right? Yes, I did lose all the weight. Yes, I looked normal. I was average looking. It was normal. I was healthy, right? I don't even like talking about this and I don't like using these words, but there's no other way I can explain it. My stomach was still inflamed. I still didn't have a quote-unquote flat stomach. And um, these are things that I was like, but why? You know, because I eat healthy and I go to the gym every single day. So what is it that is, is going on with my stomach that that is not working? And then that led me to also looking up foods that are quote-unquote fat-burning foods and this is another thing that I did that um, kind of brought me back to like a toxic way of eating. And um, it wasn't until I found Pilates, breath work, meditation, eating intuitively, and fasting that I 
found and when I was able to connect and transform my body. So this is a lot of information. <laughs> I feel like this is a lot. And um, my goodness, the last thing I want to do is bombard you with all of these things. So if how do you learn to break the cycle is little by little, just start focusing on living your best life and living healthier. Just go for a walk. If you're going to eat something, don't feel guilty about it. And if you do, it's okay. It's a learning process and you will find the way. There's always, once you, let's say, I will say this, once you open the doors in your life for a change, for a positive change, and once you start looking for change and implementing new things, to your life and and healthier habits it's like the universe is going to throw your way new information and is going to open your eyes and is going to just pave the way for you to know how to break the cycle and you yourself you know how to break the cycle i believe that everybody has knowledge everybody has their own knowledge and deep down everybody does know we all know what is good for us we all know how to do things we all know how to break the cycle but we're too afraid to we are probably feeling stuck we feel like it's too much work we feel that we're too comfortable in our situation even though it's not bringing us joy it's insane what just being comfortable just being comfortable in an abusive relationship makes you stay in an abusive relationship because we are so afraid of the unknown that we rather just stay tormented and feeling horrible about ourselves than to step into the unknown. So I would say everybody has the knowledge of how to break the cycle. Everybody knows what's best for their own bodies. It might take a lot of work to get there and to get the intuition because yeah you cannot just like wake up one day and be like I'm intuitive and I cannot just be like you're intuitive you know what to do with your body I know it takes a lot of work because we have been pushed all our lives to thinking that we have to eat three meals a day to do this to eat that to work out to like what I'm trying to say is that we're just influenced so much in how to eat we're just influencing birth and we grow up thinking that everybody else knows better but us and we do know better our intuitive instinct has just been dimmed down because we've been told that no that's not right like let's say a kid right you have a baby or there's a baby and the baby says or it's not hungry and you're trying to feed it and you're force feeding him because he hasn't eaten let's say in an hour or in two hours or it's time for meal time so it's like this kid is going to grow up thinking he has to eat this amount of times a day and his intuitive sense of eating has been pushed down in such a way that he doesn't even know when he's hungry or not. Now he eats when he's bored, he eats when he's sad, he eats when he's angry, he eats when he's anxious, 
and it's just eat and food and eat. So I am a huge believer in having kids and listening to kids when they tell us that whether they're hungry or not, because since little, we know when we're hungry. We are born like these little magical intuitive beings and we know what is good for us. We learn how to walk by ourselves. We learn, we know how to breathe the correct way. It's not only until we are adults or teenagers or kids that we stop learning how to breathe and we start breathing through our chest instead of our stomachs. If you ever look at a baby, he's breathing in and out through his stomach. He's not breathing in and out through his chest. You see his belly rise up and rise down. You don't see his chest rising up and rising down. And the way that babies sleep, it's just like the whole way that babies are when we're babies, we're doing it all right. It's not until we grow up that we start breathing different, that we eat however many amount of times a day is because our intuitive sense of eating was shut down every single day when we were growing up by our parents or by anybody. And I don't mean to shame anybody, but I am bringing awareness to this because we do need to allow, we, we can't diminish our intuitiveness, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, and it's not until we grow up that we start walking crooked or that we start having bad posture or that we start just doing things right that are wrong and we were born doing everything the correct way so i do believe in um just getting back that power of intuitive eating i would force myself to eat three times a day because i was terrified of gaining weight because i was i i would skip a meal like i don't even know how it made sense back then and everything makes sense you know when you're giving the information but I wake up now and if I am not hungry for breakfast I don't eat breakfast sometimes I start breakfast at 3 p.m and um I end my meal whenever I stop being hungry or when I start being hungry I sometimes have one meal a day I sometimes have I sometimes have five meals a day so I have allowed my body to tell me when it's hungry and I am no longer force feeding it out of fear because of what I've been told my entire life that I have to eat or else my metabolism will slow down and that is farthest from the truth because once I started listening to my body and eating whenever it's hungry instead of whenever I think I should eat or whenever I'm bored or whenever my family decides to have like a dinner and I'm invited and I'm not hungry, what do I do? I'm not going to eat. So it, it does get a little bit intense for some people because some people are not used to it. It's like, why are you not eating? You're restricting yourself or you are, you're too strict and Somebody with an eating disorder like me, like I used to have a really bad eating disorder, I have made it. I have been so careful, so, so, so careful to never, ever do something that is going to push me back on all the progress that I've made. That is why I always say no to herbal life. That is why I always say no to quick fixes. That's why I always say no to diets. That's why I always say no to pills. I do not believe in easy fixes and I am extremely and when and I am extremely cautious when entering 
something unknown when it comes to eating. So this whole thing of I eat when I'm hungry, I have made it, I have approached it with caution because I do know that I am coming from my past, obviously, and I don't want to go back there. As well as with fasting, there is this huge thing that fasting is another type of eating disorder and it triggers a lot of people and um, it's basically you are what you are, what's that word called? You're starving yourself and I do understand, I always understand, I try to understand every side of point, like everybody's opinion. I do understand this because when I started fasting, I did notice the little triggers and the little things that can happen to fall back into an eating disorder because I had an eating disorder before. I practice fasting and I do it in a way that I know I'm not going to trigger my eating disorder and I'm not going to trigger it anymore because I've healed, I'm healed from it, right? So I'm going to stop saying that. I've healed from my eating disorder. I don't have it anymore. I am perfectly healthy. I am fine where I am. And um, the reason being is I'm going to talk about fasting and, and eating disorders is that so I would fast for 16 hours and I would say I would stop eating. My last meal was at 6.30 p.m. and I would eat my next meal at, at 11.30 a.m. And sometimes I would get hungry before the 11 30 a.m. mark when this would happen I would eat I would not allow a time frame or a restricting mindset birth into my new lifestyle so I make it I, I do follow fasting and I do fast for 16 hours I do it now so so subconsciously that I I do I do follow fasting but I don't say like I I I'm, I fast you know it's just my last meal is at this time and the next day I just happen to be hungry 16 hours later if I get hungry before that I'm not even aware because I just eat so I know it's already in my routine to fast but but I don't I don't make it such a restriction and such a rule that that if I wake up and I'm hungry, I'm not going to eat because I cannot eat, you know, until my 16 hours are done. So no, that that doesn't fly with me. And I listen to my body now. And that's what's part of the intuitive and connecting to your body is just listening to it. Listening to when it's hungry, listening to when it needs a break, when it's fatigued, when when you need to cry it's letting it out and just crying it out and honestly talking about this i have um i have noticed that i had suppressed so many things from my childhood and this week i think it was last week or this week but i had such a cry in the morning one day i woke up and i was literally in the most depressive state that i've been in such a long time I went out for a walk. I felt a little bit better. But as soon as I came home, it was like this cloud of depression was over me. And I just got back into bed. Alfredo was still in bed. I just got back into bed and I cried like like a 
like I don't even know I cried and I was so sad and I had no reason to be and Alfredo was like are you okay and I was like I am depressed right now and I just need to cry it out so I just cried and there was and this was so funny because before I was so accustomed to just ignoring my feelings and if I was like, I'm sad, but I have no reason to be sad. So I would push that feeling deep down and just keep going. And I'll be like, no, I'm, I don't know why I'm sad. There's no reason for me to be sad. I'm not going to feel this emotion. I reject this emotion. I'm not going to cry. There's no reason for me to cry. And I just keep moving forward. And obviously for the rest of my day, of my day, I'd just be like in this depressed state of, and I would be snappy and I would be frustrated and I would just be with like a bad face and it was all because I didn't acknowledge my emotion, my feeling. So there has been a lot of these little moments since I am now just allowing my body and my feelings to be and I welcome every single feeling now and I just ride the wave and it will eventually leave feelings come and go, emotions come and go. So I allowed myself this time to just let myself cry and I was aware that I had no reason to be crying and I had no reason why I was depressed, but I allowed myself to feel it. I even, I even told Alfredo, Alfredo, I need you to pamper me right now. Please make me my fruit bowl. Hand me my fruit bowl. I'm going to be here watching Modern Family and just bring it to me and just like crying, right? And as soon as he brought me my fruit bowl, I was fine. I felt fine. It was like I let it all out. I had no idea what that was about, but I accepted my emotion. I allowed it to be. I honored that I was depressed. I knew that it was happening. I accepted it. It flew through me and it flowed out and I was fine. For the rest of the day, I was fine. I was happy. And it was like accepting these feelings has taken me a while. And now since I'm accepting them more and I'm... (laughs) like more open right because that since I was always angry as a child I would push every emotion down and it would just all blossom into anger so since I have been working on my anger and I haven't been like you know I've been really really working on my anger so now that I have I'm in a, at a place where I accept every emotion and I would not let it like bubbled up and turned into anger I've just been more emotional lately and I I tell Alfredo I'm a lot more emotional and I just need you to understand it's because I am opening up my feelings and I'm and I'm tearing down all those walls that I put up since childhood and because of all the heartbreak that I've had my entire life I am tearing down these walls and I am allowing myself to feel again and yes I'm going to cry If you look at me a certain way (laughs) and I'm going to cry for the dumbest things, but I need to cry them all out because I have not cried or I have not allowed to cry. I have not allowed myself to cry in a while. And my constant state for a long time was just anger. And I don't want to live that way anymore. So these walls are coming down and I don't know what's going to come out. So get ready for anything that may come out of me. And just, you know, go through it. It's nothing serious. I just want you to know that it's my feelings and it and it will pass. And we just have to accept my feelings, honor them, know that they're real 
and just allow them and give them space to come up to happen and then just watch them go okay so that turned into a whole big thing i kind of like got caught up there but um my tips on how to break the cycle of having a toxic relationship with food um honestly i could just what what i could ever only ever do is just share my life share my experience be vulnerable with you and be open and my life my story my voice is is my quote-unquote tip i am just living the best life that i know i can in my way and the only advice the only tip and the whole point of my think my purposes and my being here on earth is to tell you to stop the counting stop the obsessiveness stop thinking that food is a villain stop dieting just stop allow yourself to be be happy eat good foods focus on adding good things to your life instead of taking them away focus on adding healthy foods focus on adding walks to your daily routine focus on maybe doing a meditation that's two minutes five minutes long it doesn't have to be this whole big meditation routine thing focus on writing one thing that you're grateful for today focus on eating one little broccoli or whatever it is just implementing a little tiny bit of veggies into your plate and they don't have to be chefly cooked you could just boil them throw them in the microwave if that's the only thing you know how to do now and just start somewhere start living healthier when once you start living healthier you will learn on your own because you know what is good for you you know what is best for your life you know what is best for you your body knows what it needs to eat my body knows that it doesn't do well with animal protein your body might do well with animal protein everybody is different and i do believe yes that most of your meals should be plant-based because i just i believe you know in plant power <laughs> but um there's obviously common things to live a healthier life and to eat healthy which is eliminating processed foods eliminating refined sugars um anything that has high fructose corn syrup eating stuff that has less ingredients you know just it's a little bit of common sense once you start thinking about it and it's getting back to the root of what it is that we're supposed to be eating we're not supposed to be eating all these cardboard boxes on the shelves we're supposed to be eating things that come from the earth so i believe in eating as plant-based as possible and low inflammatory oils doing nothing that inflames the body so getting a lot of sun getting a lot of water getting active moving your body stretching eating good foods surrounding yourself with good people letting go of toxic relationships letting go of toxic mindsets and thoughts 
and just incorporating affirmations in your morning to remind yourself of who you are and what you're here to do and what your purpose is and what is it, what it is that you want to focus on and what it is that you want to accomplish meditating to connect back to your body after a stressful day or before the day starts so you are aware of your body and you know who you are and you start your day with this sense of power and grounding your engroundment is that a word i don't know but you feel grounded after you meditate and just breathing because i stopped breathing I never noticed how many times a day I just don't breathe. And sometimes I'm like, I think I just stopped breathing right now. But I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to focus on my breathing. And sometimes my face gets red and my pores open up. And I'm like, why is my face so irritated? And I noticed it's because I've been staring at my phone for the past 30 minutes and I haven't breathed. I wasn't breathing. I was like shallow breathing. So really connecting back to our breaths and just focusing on living a healthier, happier. And then when you do that, you will obviously live a more purposeful life because you are more aware now and you open up more to the things that are important for you and the things that actually do matter apart from everything that society or social media throws at us and tells us that is important, but it really isn't. I want to close this off by saying we have all struggled. So most of us have struggled with having a toxic relationship with food and being stressed when it comes time to eating and not knowing what to eat and all of that. And I just want to say changing your mindset when it comes to food and approaching it with love and care, cooking with love and sitting when it's time to sit down for meal time praying over your food and just giving it intention and setting an intention when it comes to eating and focusing on all the nourishment that this food is about to give your body and just not using the word diet in your vocabulary anymore. It doesn't exist. There is no diet. There's only healthy living and that is what you are. You are just living a healthy life and this is something that I'm passionate about because it's like so many people have their own decisions and obviously everybody is welcome to do whatever they want and most people just go to McDonald's or most people just eat fast food and as soon as they turn and look at somebody like me or anybody that is intuitive and eating healthier and just nourishing our bodies and it's like oh are you on a diet and it's like no I am not on a diet it's um and obviously it gets really boring to explain over and over again because I'm not asking you oh you're not on a diet you get what I'm saying it's like I do not label you so do not label me this is how I eat that is how you eat there's no judgment. Feel free to do anything you want. There are no labels. So there has been like this huge label of like diet and are you dieting and all of that. And that's why I just want to say eliminate that from your vocabulary. You are not dieting. Um, it's just a way of life and it's how you live your life. There should be no explanation for it. There should be no explanation for why you're eating a certain way. 
you're eating it that way because you want to, right? We don't question anybody that's eating pizza. We don't question anybody that is not eating as healthy as they should. We just don't question it, right? But we question it as soon as somebody has vegetables in their plate or something like that. So I just want you to change your mentality and just start eating with intention and love and stop seeing food as a villain if that's what you do. It's not the bad guy. It's here to help you and to help you be more vibrant and sexy and and be energetic and happy. Food transforms your life and there's no need to be scared of it. This was a long episode. I hope I was able to answer your question and it's been really fun but yeah i'm gonna close this episode and if you have any questions or if i can help in any way know that goodness club has an instagram you can dm me there you can dm me at my personal page everything is linked down below i recently just updated my website judithreels.com i would love for you to take a look i have added all the promo codes of all the brands that i'm using now all my favorite brands and they're all there all the items i think somebody asked me one time what are the things that you love to use every day i made a list on there too everything is linked for you all the things that i'm using sustainable clean ingredients i hope you all have a lovely lovely day and a lovely weekend i'll see you next friday bye